Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message, but if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him. This scripture talks about as we grow in God, uh, we uh, obtain and get uh, different things. We, the Bible teaches us that we move from being a slave to a inheritor, one that knows how to implement what is given to them as a son and daughter in Christ. And the Bible tells us, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. How? As your soul prosper. And we know that the soul of mankind, along with the spirit and the body, all of us, were, we had died when we, um, when we, our fathers, uh, sin, our forefathers sin. And we know that Jesus Christ restored all of that. We have been walking through the Bible looking at God uh, from several different aspects. We saw his character. We saw um, that he worked in a certain timing, you know, by his will. And we know that Jesus did what he saw the Father did. So we've been working on this theme. I've also been addressing situations in the church with my morning rants about the condition of the church and the leaders that um, are part of the church that made a deal with uh, the previous administration for certain things. And because they made a deal with that previous administration, they were um, not aggressive in uh, speaking to power when it was necessary. So one of the topics that we want to take a look at as we're continuing looking about who God is and our um, our standing as Christ- Christians, as, as a part of the body of Christ, if you will, and I know a lot of people are upset about who's in power and so forth. And we've been looking and chronicling that God puts people in power for a certain season to accomplish what he wants. And the responsibility of the body of Christ is not to come against that leadership. It is, in fact, that we ought to be praying for that leadership. That is our responsibility. And the Bible teaches us that anyone that is fighting against that, uh, uh, the judgment, uh, I mean, the, the government that is in, in place, that God put in place, that they are fighting against God and that he will judge them. And so it's very careful. We have to be very careful not to follow these preachers that are making the church a political entity. We are not a political entity. The church is the church. We are supposed to be separate from the political arena in the sense that we are not to be governed by them. Our God is Yeshua, God the Father, the Holy Spirit. Our God is not a man nor a party. 
nor any of that. And when we shift over to that model, I guarantee you, you will be punished. Because that's what God said, thou shalt have no other God besides me, because I am I am the jealous God. So he is mindful of how you behave, and you ought to be mindful of how you behave. And so today I want to talk to you about God is a just God. He truly is. This is the fact that he is a just God. He has established one of the things that he established with the children of Israel when he brought them out of Egypt is because the Egyptians at the time had no, basically no moral uh, equivalent to anything that God wanted to have in his kingdom. And so he uh, instituted the, the commandments in order to bring some type of moral um, uh, um, ability to the, to the children of Israel because they have to learn new things. They have to learn behaviors and so forth. And because God is a just God, he now has to bring them into a, into a relationship with him and relationship with others in an equitable and a fair way. And so he instituted that uh, the commandment to assist them and to guide them. And so we know that justice is a part of God's character. It is, it is who he is. Um, and so that since he's a just God and we are to be a representat- representation of him on this earth, we ought to be a, a, an example of God in the sense that we have to behave and become just. In fact, the scripture tells us that we ought to learn justice. And why do we need to learn justice? Because God uh, guides, it guides God. Uh, we know that the scripture tells us that God's work, word is perfect and that his will is, all of his will and his ways are just. And that is found in Deuteronomy chapter, uh, I think it's, uh, 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 what is it? I think it's ch- chapter 32 from what my recollection is. Uh, let's take a look at it. Um, and see for yourself so you can understand uh, what God is talking about. Because we have to be a representative without, as you know, what God is, that's what said, Jesus said, I mimic him. I uh, mimic what my father looks like and what he does. And so if you and I ought to be called the sons of God, then Jesus is requiring us that we mimic him so that we can be as God the Bible tells us. So so the rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are just, a God of faithfulness and without equity, just and upright is he. So that's a God who doesn't quit, basically, what he's saying. And so you and I have to adjust our lifestyle, our uh, behavior, everything, because that is a God that is not going to play. We know that uh, in Psalms, um, David talks about that as well. Uh, and so we're going to look at some of these scriptures and get some insight as to when it tells us that our God is a just God. And then we're going to look uh, next week, we're going to look at justice. What does God do? Because he's a just God. He has to execute justice. And what does that look like? So let's take a look at this character of God that is very, very important 
that as a believer, every one of us needs to understand this because this is by which we are going to be judged in everything. Because the scripture tells us that he says he doesn't care. He will judge all of us, the righteous and the unrighteous, the wicked and the, the righteous. So if that's the case, then you and I better understand what this means and how it relates to you and I when we stand before a God who is just. And the Bible tells us that this God is just, but he's also fair. And so as this, as we go into the scriptures, we're going to get an insight into our Father in the sense that his character of being just and how it relates to you and I and how we have to behave when we are dealing with others and uh, in the body of Christ and those that are outside of the body of Christ. So he expects you and I to be uh, just like him. And if he's just like him, you better get yourself together. Micah 6, 8 says, He has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what uh, the Lord requires of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. So that is what God requires of you. So all of you flakes out there that are calling yourself Christians and not acting in a just manner, the Bible is very clear about who you are. You do not belong to the kingdom of God. In fact, your Bible tells us that your father is a liar and he's a devil. And so you who are born again, you are commanded to love your enemies. So let's take a look and see what Isaiah 61 says about God when it comes to justice and judge. For I, the Lord, love justice. Well, that's a great annunciation, if you will. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. Well, that sounds like, you know, this God is serious. And so he says, In my faithfulness I will reward my people and make ever an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known amongst the nations and their offspring amongst the people. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people in uh, that, that the Lord has blessed. And so that also is to you and I and to our family that we can bring it down to that micro level, if you will, because the principle is what is the governing part within the uh, these words that we're seeing and reading. For I, the Lord, love justice, and I hate robbery and wrongdoing. So all of you guys that are in that classroom of um, of robbery and wrongdoing, God has some information for it. He says, I hate you. So for a God that is that is love, that hates you, you need to be mindful and, play, and pay attention to what you need to do in order to um, get yourself back in good standing with him. Because if God is coming after you, wow, so you better be careful. So Isaiah 61 tells us, for I, the Lord, love justice. So this God that we are talking about, he is a lover of justice. So anything that is not, uh, that is outside of justice, uh, that we are behaving towards a man and a woman of a different, uh, color or whatever, we are in a different class than what God talks about. Psalms 33, 5. He loves righteousness. 
This is in relation to God. He loves righteousness and he loves justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. So again, the psalmist is uh, making a declaration of God's love for justice. And we are looking at injustices all over the earth. And I want to let you guys know that God is taking notes. In fact, the Bible tells us that there are angels that are situated in the heavens that are actually taking notes. And so he's taking notes on all of us and the righteous and the unrighteous. And so the Bible tells us straightly and plainly that God, uh, his word is uh, able to divide the thoughts, even down to the thought of the individual. So you and I, as I've said countless of times, we are absolutely naked before God. And um, this God is a just God. He's a God that loves justice and he hates robbery. So if you are claiming to be a child of Adonai, a child of, uh, of God, a child, uh, a believer in Christ, a, a co-heir with Jesus Christ, a joint heir with Jesus, believing in Adonai um, and Yeshua and the Holy Spirit, you are required to act and be one that is acting in love, justice, just like God does. And so, why? Because you have been translated from one darkness, from the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of God's dear Son, and your behavior must change. If you refuse to change, you are no longer a child of God, because the Bible says that God is interested in your character, because if God is interested in one's, yeah, he's a God of character, then he wants to do something with your character. Now, if you refuse, and you have a different God than Adonai, then you will, you know, you will be judged accordingly. So we see that this God loves justice. We see that in Psalms 89, uh, 14, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness goes before you. So we're getting some additional insight as to this person, the Adonai, that is before us, that we are worshiping. And um, uh, the Testament quote said that Elohim, said Elohim meaning the God um, uh, entity, meaning the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They said that they want to put this stuff together. So they, um, Elohim, is telling you that they love justice and they love righteousness, and that they are uh, full of the steadfast love of the Lord at his throne. And so now, if he is sitting on that type of throne, righteousness, justice are the foundation of his throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before him. You and I have to be very careful of who we're listening to, and that is preaching something different than that. Deuteronomy 32.4 The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice. A good, a, a God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is he. And because he's that way, he tells us that we ought to be just like that. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you, Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of 
justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Colossians 3.25 This is some beautiful stuff, guys. Colossians 3.25 For he who does wrong will receive the consequences of the wrong which he has done, and that without partiality. However you judge someone, that same God that is just, that his throne is built on righteousness and justice, that same God will judge you based on what and how you treat people. And that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, get yourself together, go back down there, uh, seek, ask for forgiveness before you come to the Father and start asking for stuff because he, if you have unforgiveness in your heart, you can't come to him because he does not work that way. So you see many of these people that are calling themselves Christians and behaving ugly and nasty. You are lying to yourself and you're lying to yourself because God is not mocked. The scripture said, whatsoever man sow. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. That shall he reap. If you sow hatred, you will reap it because it says, For he who does wrong will receive the consequences of the wrong which he has done, and God is without partiality. So you can't run from you. And so you behave, and I, I'm watching the behavior of men and women, the church, um, being hateful and absolutely disgusting and, and that God, I want nothing to do with that God. And many people out there are turning away from the church because they assume that that's how the Father is and that's how Jesus is. Because those charlatans that are not reading the Word of God, they claim to be Christians. Why? They claim that because their grandpappy and mama and granddad and all of them who used to go to church and because they used to go to church or they grew up in a church but never studied the word, never had a relationship with God. So when people ask them, what is your belief system? Because they've never been under a Muslim or a other different religion. So what they spew is that I'm a Christian. But then their behavior is that of the devil. And so because of that, um, uh, we are seeing the painful look that when the people are looking at the church and seeing the devil's children that have infiltrated the church and calling themselves born again or Christians, not even born again, they're calling themselves Christians. And that the, the church, uh, the, the world doesn't understand that there's a distinction that Jesus states, says those that are born again. Um, so uh, those are the ones that he claims that are his and they hear his voice and those that are standing there um, putting their faith in a man and telling us that God said, and God says, no, I put people in power because that's what I want. And if you come against them, they're coming against me. And until the church recognizes that, 
they will continue to spiral in the hatred that they are in. And I told you guys this before. It's because they they reckon the church is full of hate. So when he showed up, they partied with him because it it reflected how they felt about others. And so that hatred has always been there within the church. And so God has to he comes to the church first, and then when it um, it's not handled in the church, it spills out in the streets. And we saw the same when he did when he came in the 60s in America. So God has been coming to this country for many years to deal with racism and equality in thinking. And he's coming to the church, not to, uh, per se, outside. He's coming to the church for so many decades to deal with this specific incident that when um, we they haven't dealt with it, that it spills out and becomes a mess. And I just want to remind you guys that this God... He is serious. He tells us, do not pervert justice. Do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great. But judge your right, your neighbor fairly. God is not playing with you. You may think you're getting away with things, but there's a day that is coming. The psalmist says, uh, we are given, what, 70 years? He says, if you're lucky, 80 years. And then we go before God. I mean, many of us are not even getting close to those numbers. But uh, um, your time on this planet is numbered. And so you may think you're getting away with things. And I know all the atheists, uh, you know, they don't believe in a designer. But if they look at the, the preciseness of the planet, it has to be a designer. Nothing can be. Uh, the Earth is on a specific axis. If it moves, all, all hell breaks loose as far as the climate and what happens and the destruction that comes. So you cannot have something that is not a design to function that efficient. Absolutely impossible. And so um, that, and the Bible even tells them who they are. A fool says in his heart that there is no God. And so this God, he is very serious as to the fact that he, his character is one of just. He, it, it is who he is. It is what his throne is founded on. But let's justice, and I know this is one of the anthems that um, uh, uh, Martin Luther King would, would say when uh, uh, he was dealing with the injustice that the, the black Americans were experiencing as a result of white nationalists and um, the mentality of the white church. And so, and white people in America. Uh, Amos chapter 5, uh, uh, 24, this is one of the hallmarks in, you know, back in the day. But let justice roll uh, like a river. Righteousness is a never-failing uh, stream. That comes from God. If it comes from this God whose throne is justice, he requires that you and I be just try, uh, treating one another wicked or, 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 or saved. It does not matter. If you are a wicked man and you choose not to believe God, it is fine. It is your choice. But he said he will just, he will judge both the wicked and the righteous. And so he is not going to, uh, let anyone get away. And those righteous people that think that they are, uh, above each other. Uh-uh. God is very careful with that. He says, blessed are those who act justly or injustice, uh, justly or rightly, all of those things who always do what is right. 
You are blessed if you do that because he even comes down and he says, you know what? Vengeance is mine. He says, don't worry about this, folks. He's up, he's up, he's up. Don't worry about that. He says, vengeance is mine. He said, I, I got your back. Don't worry about them. So, Zechariah 7, 9. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Administer true justice, show mercy and compassion to one another. That is what we are supposed to be doing to one another, uh, to your fellow man. Because the commandments that he had given to, um, it wasn't for Christian. It was for the fellow man, for them to see what um, that God was instituting a form of morality code on the planet that um, uh, the Egyptians did not have. And we know that, I believe it, uh, it was uh, Bush, that um, uh, the, the, the Noah's, um, his uh, rules that he's, they have set up, uh, that America is based on those rules that as far as judging people and behavior, behavioral rules, and I can't remember them exactly, but uh, that law, those law that Moses had set, not Moses, Noah had set up, that's what governs America. So if that's what governs America, and we are looking at America and seeing that she's totally lost her way. Do not revenge, my dear friends, Romans 12. I don't worry about revenge, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will pray, say the Lord. So, I want to make it clear to all of you that the Father Adonai, that Yeshua Jesus Christ who is coming back, the Bible tells us, and when he comes back and the world sees him, uh, they are not going to like what they see because it tells us that with a word he will speak and the flesh of man will, will melt. And this is when uh, at uh, Armageddon, so this Jesus Christ is coming. You know, the one that they talk about when he's washing the disciples' feet and serving, he's not coming back here for that. He's coming back as a just God. He's coming back with justice in his hand. He's coming back with uh, uh, vengeance. And so you have to make your choice known to God. You have to make your choice known to man. And that choice is you must be born again. And it is a requirement for those that are under sin. Because the scripture tells us, and I've talked about this in, you know, why Jesus said there is no way, there is no other way. Why? Because there is no other system under heaven by which it is designed to deal with man's condition of sin. It is the only, and I hate to use the word religion, but when I say that, then you will understand because you have been programmed to understand religion. Um, but uh, when uh, there is no other religion on this planet Earth that is in place except for born-again Christianity, this, this stuff that Jesus of Nazareth set up, and God the Father Adonai set up, and the Holy Spirit, they set this up before the foundation of the world. There's no other religion on the planet that deals with the condition of man, which is, uh, it's, uh, it says the heart of man is wicked above all things. And so only God set that up. And that is why Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth because I am the only way by which the condition of man is dealt with coming through me is once you come through me, then the condition 
is dealt with and you now become a new creation. And as the Bible says, all things, you are all things that become new. And so that is why you hear him say that. But this God that I am talking about, one of his characters and his throne is built on this thing, is justice. And we are looking at an injustice that is happening richly upon the world and about uh, about oppression. But all of this that you're looking at, that the fall of America with the implementation of uh, all the things that are going, uh, Trump will go, but watch what those men and women are doing at the state level, at the local level. That's where the, the infiltration is happening more so than what this man is dealing with because uh, justice uh, is coming to him and it's coming to all of those that were a part of something because God's throne is a throne of justice. And you cannot come against God and, and win because I have never, uh, there's no man, there's no system, there's not a single soul on this planet that has ever come up against God and won. Not one. So, um, you and I have to deal with him. And uh, he is a just God. And he says he loves justice. And he hates anything that looks like wrong, uh, robbery and wrongdoing. Anything that uh, he does not like. It. He hates it, in fact, he says. And so he is uh, a lover of righteousness, a lover of justice. He says, for righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness goes before him. And tells us that the rock, his work is perfect. God is perfect. For all his ways are of justice. There is no ways that is of God that is not of justice because it is who he is. And if you're going to claim his name, you also have to remember that he is a God of justice. He will come and judge you because it says, for he who does wrong will receive the consequences of the wrong which he has done. And that God is without partiality. That is for Christians, non-Christians, hatred of, of, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. God doesn't care. <laughs> when it comes to his justice and the consequences that we are judged by, he is serious as much as you think that you are here on this planet as a, a, you know, this is a serious time. All the earth, as you look at it, what is happening today with all of America and all the countries with this white nationalist mentality that was released, that spirit that was released when we saw the entrance of a gentleman a few years ago, that was released on the world stage. It was not just released in the United States of America, but it was released on the world stage. Why? Because it is God's timing that this demon be released and this spirit, this evil spirit, be released so that God's, um, it is leading up to the entrance of the Antichrist because these type of leaders have to be um, picked all around the world. And when they are picked all around the world, we will see that this man is coming and it tells us that they are going to bow to him. It is even fascinating to watch Israel doing the same thing. Why? 
because that spirit has been released on the earth. So, uh, as the Bible tells us, that the church has the authority over that spirit. For the Bible tells us that whatsoever we ask in the name of God, in, in the name of Jesus Christ, it says whatever the earth, the body commits on the earth is permitted. Whatsoever the church or the body doesn't want to permit on the earth will not be permitted. And so this is being permitted because the church has sanctioned it. And um, uh, it is interesting to watch. So I want to make you guys aware of what is happening uh, on the outskirts. But within all of that, God is just. Every individual has to answer to him. Every single one of us, rich, poor, it doesn't matter. Um, born again, not born again. Saved, not saved. It does not matter. God is a just God. And he demands that we behave in justice and love justice like he does. And if we do not, and we support injustice and wrongdoing, we will be judged and there's a price to pay for it. He said that he put in place all the laws, all the leaders of the law, all the governments in it, so that you and I must be obedient to them and be obedient to him because it tells us that above all of them sits God Almighty. And he is the ultimate judge and he judge justly. He hates wrongdoing, but he loves justice. So I want to remind all of you Christians that this Father of ours, Adonai, Yeshua Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, they deal in justice. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.